Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name, Big Papa Brian Post? Hope everyone's having a fantastically manic Monday. Just another manic Monday. Did you guys know that Prince wrote that song for the uh, the Bengals? I believe it was who sang that. Manic Monday. Prince wrote a lot of songs, actually, that um, were number one hits that people never realized that he wrote. So anyway, just a little Prince trivia to start off the daily dose. In tonight's episode, we're going to talk about something I've been seeing a lot of here lately. In my travels to spend time and do parent coaching with families, and that is emotional regression. I've probably encountered more more struggles relative to emotional regression over the last month. Maybe I'm just seeing it more. Maybe it's just more clear in my mind and in my heart that that's what's that that's what I'm looking at. Um, so yeah, emotional regression and the trauma lens. What is the trauma lens? Years, 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 years ago, I started talking about, hello there, Mimi. I started talking about, and I've never done it, but in my lectures, my camps, I used to say, if I'm going to get some sunglasses made, these little, you know, cheesy sunglasses, and inside the sunglasses, there's going to be an infant. So that when you put the sunglasses on and you look at someone, what you see is the infant in the person instead of the adult or the 13-year-old or the 5-year-old. You see the baby and then respond to the baby. That's the trauma lens. The trauma lens is the lens that allows you to see the trauma instead of the behavior. And that's such a big thing. Spend a lot of time. Um, that's It's good, Cindy. It's good. Breathing and laughing, that's a very good thing. I spent a great deal of time just last night with a dad, a granddad actually, raising his adopted sons. And I started talking to him about the trauma lens with his 13-year-old because, you know, he's seeing this 13-year-old who's seemingly obstinate, who's seemingly not ignoring him, doesn't pay attention, leaving school. And he's telling me, you know, he's, he's quit wrestling and, and these struggles and, you know, granddad's granddad who's now adopted dad and he's you know he's worried he's stressed and he's he's uh you know like what i always tell you guys stress does three things it causes us to react from the past obsess about the future and takes us out of the present i'm gonna say that again stress does three things it causes us to react from the past obsess about the future and takes us out of the present and one of the things dad said is you know i'm afraid he's, he's gonna end up in jail and that's that's a sign that you know that you are stressed because you're projecting. And this is a kid, and I told Dad, I said, "Look, this is—he's actually a really good kid. He's not—he's not beating anyone up. He's not stealing cars. He's not running away. He's not being disruptive in the classroom. You're you're actually missing the the personality of this child and his trauma. The the wiring of his trauma causes him to regress." and become a turtle child. You guys have heard me talk about turtle child before. So this child shuts down. And so you've got to see, and I'm, I'm seeing this kid and he's not 13, he's five years old. 
And it's because I look with a trauma lens and I've had countless conversations with parents over the last 30 days where my focus is on helping them see the emotional age. Look through the trauma lens. See the trauma underneath the behavior. I don't know if you guys had a chance to um, catch the talk I did at Foursquare Church this weekend, Saturday. If you didn't, it's just like one episode back. It's about a three-hour talk, so there are two parts. Um, and and I, this is something I talk about, the regressed child. The regressed child is driven from their emotional age. Remember, you've got chronological, cognitive, and emotional. Chronological, cognitive, and emotional. When you get stressed out, your emotional age dictates to your chronological and your cognitive. You you are regressed. A regressed child is an acting out child. Is a stressed out child. Um, there's the other thing. There's four. There's four levels of memory. There's a cognitive level of memory. There is a a motor level of memory. There's an emotional, cognitive, emotional, and I'm all the all the time stacking things. And I always like the bottom is the bottom, which means it goes up. So there's cognitive. There's emotional. There's motor and there's state. We all have these four levels of memory. Hello there, Heather. And so it's important to realize that when your child is stressed, they're operating from their state level of memory. Their state level of memory is what dictates to their motor, which is their physical body. It's what dictates to their emotion. So that creates their feelings, and it dictates to their thinking. Now, if you remember when I quote Joseph Ledoan saying, in times of stress, in times of stress, our thinking becomes confused and distorted, and our short-term memory is suppressed. So when your state level gets triggered, that unconscious level of your memory, it dictates to your physical body, your motor memory, your emotions, what you're feeling, and your thinking. You are literally held hostage by that state level of memory. Bruce Perry also refers to that as an amygdala hijacking. I really, really, really just tonight, 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 I want to ask, I want to really challenge you to see your child's emotional age. I went through this whole process with a mom. Hey there, Lisa. Went through this whole process with a mom and dad on the phone last night as well. Um, see the emotional age, see the regressed baby, attend to the baby, attend to the regressed child. And just talked to a mom today, actually. And I was saying, you know, your child, she thought her child emotionally was about seven. I'm like, no, she's probably about five, which there are three younger siblings. And I said, that probably makes her younger than the five-year-old most times. And she's 13. And I said, you got to see the five-year-old. And it's really hard. And mom said, that's really hard, especially the emotional piece. But if you think about it, if you've got a 13-year-old who's emotionally five and then you have a five-year-old who's probably sometimes more emotionally mature than a 13-year-old, just think about the 13-year-old and treat him the same way you would the five-year-old. I mean, you got to have the same focus. And granted, you know, they may get frustrated and a little more upset because you have to have some stronger limits, but it changes when you look through that different lens and what changes is you. Your physiology is what shifts. So Ashley says this is incredibly hard because especially being raised in a very pull-yourself-up-by-the-bootstraps home, 
percent. You are absolutely right. But we have to ask ourselves in those pull yourself up by the bootstrap homes, what what level of functioning regulation were you working with? You know, did you have a two-parent household? Were you born to your own mother? Did you grow up in your in 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 the your home of origin? Did your was your parents there all the time? Your your lower level functioning state of regulation is 100%, 100%, 100 times greater than what your child is when they come from an adoptive home, when they come from trauma, when they come from foster care, when they come from abuse, when they come from neglect, when they come from a, a broken home. So I think that's what we struggle to see. And I don't know. I don't know. It, it's hard it's hard for me because I so want to help parents transcend what I feel to be an ego struggle. It's like we, and that ego struggle is also connected to our own trauma. And so that's probably the difficulty. See, our own trauma gets gets wrapped up into our egos. And that's, you know, we, we struggle with our children so much because we personalize their behavior so much granted you personalize their behaviors you're not personalizing their behaviors just because you choose to you personalize your child's behavior because of the way it triggers and activates your own amygdala which then triggers your brainstem which then stirs up your own stress and your trauma that's why you take it personally because you view your brain unconsciously views their behavior as a threat you know, you know, people are all the time saying, don't take it personally, don't take it personally. The only way you could not take it personally is you first realize why you do take it personally. That's because your brain views the behavior as a threat. And because it views it as a threat, it turns on your own stress reaction, which then opens up your brainstem to you re-experiencing your own trauma. So sometimes you got to turn your trauma lens on yourself. And a great deal of time, I mean, I can be talking to a parent who's overwhelmed and I can start to feel the invitation to me getting overwhelmed. And I really have to breathe and stay present. I really have to breathe and stay present. And I just, you know, I, so two things. I want you to try to see your child's emotional age. Just try to see it. Just try to see it and try to respond from that place. And number two, I really want you to give yourself permission to pause, to slow down. I think there's breakthroughs available for you in those two areas. So that being said, I'm going to sign off for tonight. I've been going, I've been up since three this morning and have um, covered a lot of miles today. So uh, I'm going to call it a night. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or we can stop, we can slow down, we can take our three to ten deep breaths, and we can choose love. God bless you, Big Papa loves you. Let me see where I'm at tomorrow. One, two, three. I should be tuning in without any problem. Okay, guys, have a good evening. Love you, Mimi. Hope you have stay warm there in Oklahoma. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Good night, everyone.